Heavenly Father Yahweh, thank you. We come before your throne, the ain't Father, and we pray that you just guide us through your scripture. Father, forgive us for our sins and for our iniquity and for all our transgressions. Father, we thank you for everything you do for us each and every day, Father. We pray for guidance, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as we search your word out tonight, Father. Father, we pray that you help us grow and give us understanding and clarity. I thank you for everything, Father, that you've done, and I thank you for your son, Yeshua. Yeshua, thank you for the blood that you shed for all mankind. Um, I pray for the sick, the needy, the poor, the hungry, the widow, the orphan. I pray for the world to repent, come back to your ways. I pray for all the people um, that are needing prayer right now. Father, there's lots of sick and lots of needy um, in our, these fellowships and friends around us. Father, we just pray for your understanding once again. We pray for your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as is in heaven. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh Elohim. Yahweh is one. We shall love Yahweh Elohim with all our heart, with all our might, with all our soul. We shall love our neighbors ourselves. Through Yeshua's name we pray to the Heavenly Father Yahweh, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> we start in Genesis 32. And again, I'll be reading on the Septuagint. <clears throat> yes, our first one. Verse 4. He commanded them, saying, Thus you will say, to my Lord Esau, thus says your servant Jacob, when Laban I with Laban I dwelled and lingered until the present, and there came to me cattle and donkeys and sheep and servants and maids, and I sent to report to my Lord Esau in order that your servant might find favor before you. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. And Jacob was very afraid and at a loss. So he divided the people who were with him. <clears throat> and the cattle and the sheep into two camps. And Jacob said, if Esau comes to one camp and destroys it, the second camp will exist to be saved. Jacob said, God of my father Abraham, Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, the one who has said to me, run away to the land of your family, and I will do good to you. Be satisfied with me because, all, because of all the unrighteousness and all the truth. <clears throat> that you did for your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with only my staff, but now I have turned into two camps. Deliver me from the hand of my brother Esau, because I fear him, lest when he comes, he strike me and the mother in addition to his or to children. <clears throat> you said, I will treat you very well, and I will make your offspring like the sand of the sea, which will not be counted because of its multitude. And he slept there that night, and he took gifts from what he had brought and sent them to Esau, his brother, <clears throat> 200 she-goats, 20 he-goats, basically male and female goats, <laughs> 200 sheep, 20 rams, 30 milking camels and their young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 donkeys, 10 foals, and he gave into the hand of his servants a separate flock. He said to his servants, go before me and make a space between the flocks. And he commanded the first saying, if Esau, my brother, meets you and asks you, saying, Whose are you, and where are you going? And whose are these that are going ahead of you? And you will say, Your servant Jacob's. He has sent gifts to my lord Esau. And look, he is behind us. And he commanded the first, and the second, and the third, and all the ones who were going behind or ahead behind these flocks, saying, According to this word, speak to Esau when you find him. And you will say, Look, your servant Jacob is drawing near behind us. For he said, I will appease his face with the gifts that are going before him. And after this, I will see his face, for perhaps he will welcome my face. So the gifts went on before his face, but he slept that night in the camp. And after rising up that night, he took his two wives and the two maids and his 11 children, and he crossed over the ford of Jabbok. And he took them and crossed over the brook and carried all his things across. Jacob remained alone, and a person wrestled with him until the morning. He saw that he could not prevail against him, and he touched the broad part of his thigh, and the broad part of Jacob's thigh became numb when he wrestled with him. And he said to him, Send me away, for the dawn has come. He said, I will not send you away if you do not bless me. He said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said to him, No longer will your name be called Jacob, but your name will be Israel, because you prevailed with God. And you are mighty with humans. Jacob asked again, or asked and said, Reveal your name to me. And he said, Why do you ask my name? And he blessed him there. 
And Jacob called the name of that place form of God, for I saw God face to face and my life was spared. The sun rose up on him when he passed by form of God. He was limping on his thigh, for because of this, the sons of Israel may never eat the sinew that became numb, which is on the broad part of the thigh of Jacob. Until this day, because he touched the broad part of the thigh of Jacob, the sinew became, or and it became numb. Uh, also, I want to point out that this text is where we get the definition of Israel, which is Jacob's now name, uh, being the father of the nation of Israel, which means to strive with Elohim, to overcome with Elohim, and to rule with Elohim, or to strive with El, strive with God, to overcome with El, to rule with El. Jacob actually had some pretty good strategy here. I just want to point that out. <laughs> he set apart two two separate camps and said, you know, if he comes to one to destroy it, they will know that he's not coming in peace. So, don't put all your people in one camp. No, don't have all your eggs in one basket. Because no. then the cats come to knock it off the counter, and you got to clean it up, and you don't have no more eggs. <laughs> Unless something's happened to you before. <laughs> That's possible. Um, <laughs> I always, I, just whenever I read stuff like this, it always makes me think of uh, Exodus 15.3. Yahoo is a warrior. Yahoo is his name. Why God calls for a mighty name. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? All right, I guess I will continue. <clears throat> I'll keep reading that. Septuagint. <clears throat> Looking up, Jacob saw and looked. Esau, his brother, was coming. He and 400 men with him. So Jacob separated the children to Leah and to Rachel and the two maids. And he put the two maids and their sons in the front, and Leah and her children behind him, or behind them, and Rachel and Joseph last. He passed by before them and bowed to the earth seven times until he approached his brother. And Esau ran forward to meet him, and embracing him, he kissed him and fell upon his neck. And they both wept. And looking up, he saw the women and the children, and he said, What are these to you? He said, The children by whom God showed your servant mercy. And the maids and their children approached and bowed, and Leah and her children approached and bowed. And after these, Rachel and Joseph approached and bowed. And he said, What are these to you, all these companies which I have met? He said that your servant might find favor in your eyes, Lord. Esau said, I own many things, brother. Let them be to you as your things. Jacob said, If I have found favor before you, receive these gifts through my hands. On this account, I saw your face like someone sees the face of God, and you will be pleased with me. Receive my blessings, which I brought to you, because God has shown mercy to me, and everything belongs to me. And he urged him, and he received them. And he said, When we depart, proceed on directly. And said to him, or he said to him, <clears throat> My Lord knows that the children are delicate, and the sheep and the cattle are birthing for me. So if I were to overdrive them for one day, all the livestock would die. Let my Lord advance before your servant. I will persevere on the road according to the ease of the journey that is before me and according to the place of the children until, until I come to the Lord, to my Lord at Seir. Esau said, I will leave the people who are with me to go with you. But he said, why is this? It is sufficient that I have found favor before you, Lord. Esau returned on that day and went, or on that day on his way, to Seir. <clears throat> and Jacob departs to tents, and he made houses for himself there, and he made tents for his livestock. Because of this, he called the name of the place Tents. And Jacob came to Salem, a city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Mesopotamia to Syria. And he camped opposite the front of the city, and he inquired or acquired the portion of the field where he set up there his tent near Hamor the father of Shechem for a hundred lambs 
and he set up there an altar and invoked the God of Israel. It says a hundred lambs instead of a hundred pieces of money. Which is why I have that highlighted, I guess. Interesting. Also, the the name of the land is uh, Sukkot, interestingly enough. So tents, booths, right place, which is the coat. I want to point out too, uh, the word is esita, and it's a monetary unit of uncertain value. So ah. it could be lambs, it could be right the money it could be whatever they decided was a hundred units of payment right maybe that's why they said pieces of money and not like a hundred shekels of gold or something yeah interesting whereas the septuagint decided to because they're translating from context and meaning you'll see because whenever it says sukkot from the English translation, at least in the Septuagint English translation, it'll always just say the meaning of the place. So it'll say yeah. booths, tents, whatever. Booth. Yeah. Like Beersheba says the well of oaths and stuff like that. It won't actually say the transliterated word. So it makes it kind of useful to, as well, just for definitions. So. Chapter 34. Says Dina, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob, came out to observe the daughters of the natives. And Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Horite, the ruler of the land, saw her, and taking her, he slept with her and violated her. And he paid attention to the life of Dina, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the maiden. And he spoke to her according to the mind of the maiden. Shechem said to Hamor, his father, saying, Take for me this young woman as a wife. <clears throat> Jacob heard that the son of Hamor defiled Dina, his daughter, but his sons were with his livestock in the plain. So Jacob stayed silent until they came. Hamor, the father of Shechem, came out to Jacob to talk to him. The sons of Jacob came from the field, and when they heard, the men were deeply pained. And it was very painful for them because Shechem did a shameful thing in Israel by sleeping with the daughter of Jacob. And it must not be this way. Then Hamor spoke to them, saying, Shechem, my son, has chosen your daughter with soul. So give her to him as a wife. Intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us and take our daughters for your sons. And settle among us. And look, the land, it is wide before you. Settle and travel upon it and acquire possessions in it. Shechem said to her father, and to her brothers, may I find favor before you, and whatever you say, we will give to you. Increase the dowry very much, and I will give it. Whatever you tell me, and you will give me this girl as a wife. The sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamor, his father, with deceit and spoke to them, because they defiled Dina, our sister, or their sister, and Simeon and Levi, the brothers of Dina, and the sons of Leah, said to them, we will not be able to act on this to give our sister to a man who has a foreskin, for this is a disgrace to us. By this, we will become like you and dwell among you, if you also become like us when every male of yours is circumcised. And we will give our daughters to you, and we will take wives for us from your daughters and dwell beside you, and we will be like one nation. If you do not listen to us to become circumcised or to be circumcised, we will take our daughters and leave. And the words brought satisfaction before Hamor and before Shechem, the son of Hamor. And the young man did not linger to do this matter, for he was devoted to the daughter of Jacob, and he was of higher repute than all those in the house of his father. Hamor and Shechem, his son, came to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city, saying, These people are peaceful with us. Let them live on the land and let them travel for business on it. The land, look, it is wide before them. 
we will take their daughters for us as wives, and we will give them to our daughters, or give them our daughters. Only by this will the people become like us, so that they dwell with us, so as to be one people. When every male of ours is circumcised, just as even they themselves have been circumcised, and their herds and possessions and their cattle, will they not be ours? Only let us be like them in this way, and they will live with us. And all those who were going out of the gate of their city listened to Hamor and Shechem, his son, and they circumcised the flesh of their foreskin, every male. It happened on the third day, and when they were in pain, the two sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, the brothers of Dinah, each took his sword and entered into the city safely and killed every male. They killed both Hamor and Shechem, his son, by the edge of the sword and took Dinah out of the house of Shechem and went out. The sons of Jacob entered upon the casualties and plundered the city in which they defiled Dina, their sister. And they took their sheep and their cattle and their donkeys, everything in the city, everything in the plain, and all their slaves and all their baggage and their wives they took captive. And they plundered everything in the city and everything in the houses. Jacob said to Lim Simeon and Levi, You have made me hated with the result that I seem evil to those inhabiting the land. Among both the Canaanites and the Perizzites, I am few in number, and gathering together against me, they will cut me to pieces, and I and my house will be destroyed. They said, but shall they use our sister like a prostitute? And the boy's about to go ham. That was actually pretty freaking smart. <laughs> that was really smart. Not going to lie. What does it say? Be wise as a serpent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty freaking wise as a serpent, if I might say so. You're over here like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll totally do all this that you're inquiring of us to, to do. Just do this one thing for us. Go get circumcised, and then we'll totally do it. <laughs> <laughs> They just kind of skipped over the harmless as a dove part. That's all. Ah, <laughs> uh, thirty-five. Rodney heading out. Come on, brother. Uh, <clears throat> God said to Jacob, "Getting up, go up to the place of Bethel and dwell there, and make there an altar to the to the God who appeared to you." When you fled from the face of Esau, your brother, Jacob said to his household and to all those with him, remove the foreign gods from your midst and purify yourselves and change your clothes. And rising up, let us go up to Bethel and let us make there an altar to the God who heard me in the day of affliction, who was with me and preserved me on the journey on which I went. And they gave Jacob the foreign gods, which were in their hands and the earrings that were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the terebinth in Shechem, or Shechem, and he destroyed them until the present day. And Israel broke camp from Shechem, and the fear of God came upon the cities encircling them, and they did not chase after the sons of Israel. Jacob came to Luz, which is in the hand of Canaan, which is Bethel, he and all the people who were with him, and he built an altar there, and he called the name of the place El Bethel. For there God showed himself to him when he fled from the face of Esau, his brother. Deborah, the nurse of Rebekah, died farther down from Bethel under the oak tree, and Jacob called the name of it Oak Tree of Mourning. God appeared to Jacob yet again in Luz when he arrived from Mesopotamia of Syria, and God blessed him, and God said to him, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel will be your name. God said to him, I am your God. Increase and multiply, and nations and gatherings of nations will be from you, and kings will come from your loins, and the land which I have given to Abraham and Isaac I have given it to you, and I will give this land to your offspring after you. God arose from him out of the place where he spoke with him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place of where, or the place where he spoke with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured a drink offering out upon it, and poured olive oil upon it. And Jacob called the name of the place in which God spoke with him there, Bethel. 
After departing from Bethel, Jacob pitched his tent on the other side of the Tower of Gator. It happened when he came near Shabratha <laughs> to go into the land of Ephrath. Rachel gave birth and suffered birth pain in the delivery. It happened when she gave birth with difficulty. The midwife said to her, be courageous, for this one is also a son. It happened as she was letting go of her soul, for she was dying. She called his name, son of my pain, but his father called him Benjamin. Rachel died and was buried on the road of Ephrath. This is Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar at her tomb. This is the memorial pillar of Rachel up to the present day. It happened when Israel settled in that land. Reuben went and slept with Bilhah, the concubine of his father, and Israel heard about it, and it appeared evil in his opinion. The sons of Jacob were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Sebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, the sons of Bilhah, maid of Rachel, Dan and Naphtali, or Naphtali, I've heard it. I've heard it said, <clears throat> and the sons of Zilpah, made of Leah, Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Mesopotamia of Syria. Jacob came to Isaac, his father, in Mamre, to a city of the plain, this is Hebron, in the land of Canaan, where Abraham and Isaac dwelt. The days of Isaac, which he lived, were 180 years, and after failing in health, he died and was added to his family elderly and full of days, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. All right. <clears throat> I'll go back and read it from Nazareth. So it came to pass when Israel dwelt in the land that Reuben went and lay with Bila, Bila, Bilha, on. Yep. Josh is in here. His father's uh, concubine and Israel heard it. Now the sons of Jacob were 12, and it says in 22, and just the mat, uh, the Septuagint says the sons of Jacob were 12. Yeah, just short and straight to the point. But it's kind of <laughs> more like 21s. Uh, I think it. Yeah, it's 20, in 21. 21. Yeah. Yeah, the numbering's different. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> These are the generations of Esau. He is Edom. Esau took wives for himself from, from the daughters of the Canaanites. Ada, daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Ohalabama, daughter of Anna, the son of Zibi and the Hivite, and Basemath, daughter of Ishmael, sister of Nebaioth. Ada bore Esau, Eliphaz, and Basemath bore Reuel. And oh, Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Bordeaux, 
and Jalam and Korah. <clears throat> These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives and sons and daughters and all the slaves of his house and all the things that he possessed and the livestock and everything that he had acquired and everything that he procured from the land of Canaan. And he went out of the land of Canaan from the presence of Jacob, his brother, for their possessions were too many to live together, and the surrounding land was not able to bear them from the multitude of their possessions. Esau lived on the mountain of Seir. Esau, he is Edom. These are the generations of Esau, father of Edom, on the mountain Seir. And these are the names of the son of Esau, Eliphaz, son of Ada, wife of Esau, and Reuel, son of Basemath, or Basemath, wife of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zophar, Gadam, and Canaz. Timnah was a concubine of Eliphaz, the son of Esau, and she bore Amalek to Eliphaz. These are the sons of Ada, wife of Esau. These are the sons of Reuel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the sons of Besamath, wife of Esau. And these are the sons of Ohalabama, <laughs> the sons of Anna, the sons of Zibion, wife of Esau. She bore to Esau, Jeush, and Jalem, and Korah. These are the chiefs of the son of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz, firstborn of Esau, chief Taman, chief Elmar, chief Zophar, chief Canaan, chief Korah, chief Gatum, chief Amalek. These are the chiefs of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Ada, and these are the sons of Reuel of Esau, chief Nahath, chief Zerah, chief Mitzah, chief Shammah. These are the chiefs of Reuel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Basimath, wife of Esau. These are the sons of Ohalabama, wife of Esau, chief Jeush, chief Jalam, chief Korah, these are the sons of Ohalamama. <laughs> these are the sons of Esau. It gets me every time. And these are their chiefs. These are their chiefs, the sons of Edom. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, who inhabits the land. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, and Dishon, and Ezer, and Dishon. These are the Horite chiefs of the son of Seir in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Lotan were Horai and Haman. The sister of Lotan is Timnah. These are the sons of Shobal, Alvan and Manahath and Ebal and Shepho and Onam. And these are the sons of Zidion, Ai and Anna. I thought you said Ebal a second ago. Ebal. Ebal. This is the Anna who found Jamin in the wilderness when he was pasturing the donkeys of his father Zibion. These are the sons of Anna, Dishon and Ohalabama, the daughter of Anna. These are the sons of Dishon, Imdan and Eshban and Ithran and Haran. These are the sons of Azer, Balaam and Zukam and Jukam and Achan. These are the sons of Rishon, Uz and Aram. These are the chiefs of Horai, Chief Lotan and Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Anna, Chief Dishom, Chief Azer, Chief Rishon. These are the chiefs of the Horites and their chiefdoms in the land of Edom. And these are the kings who reigned in Edom before a king ruled in Jerusalem. And Balak, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom. And the name of the city, or of his city, is Dinhaba. Balak died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah, from Bozrah, reigned in his place. Jobab died, and Husham from the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bered, the one who put an end to Midian in the place of Moab, reigned in his place, and the name of his city is Abith. Hadad died, and Shamla from Masrikah reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shaul, or Shaul, Saul, Shaul, from Rehoboth, which is beside the river, reigned in his place. Shaul died, and Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his place. Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Arad, the son of Barad, reigned in his place. And the name of his city is Peor. The name of his wife is Mehetabal, 
Mahetable, there you go, the daughter of Matrid, son of Mahezabah, Mahezabah, good lord, Mahezabah, Mahezahab, Mahezahab, there we go. These are the names of the chiefs of Esau and their tribes according to their region and the territories and in their nations. Chief Timna, Chief Alva, Chief Aber, Chief Ohalabama, <laughs> Chief Ela, Chief Pinon, <laughs> Chief Kenaz, Chief Timon, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdal, Chief Zophoim. <laughs> These are the chiefs of Edom and the place places built in the land of their property. This is Esau, the father of Edom. That's stupid. <laughs> Obama. Look, look, bro. I don't know. Obama. The name means tent of the high place. Okay. That's probably not a great name. I don't know. The high place? I don't know. Tent of the high place. So that would be like um, Booth of Ashtarine or Ashtaroth? Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That's the end of that little portion. Continuing on. We'll go ahead and do the Jubilees portion. Jubilees chapter 30. And it says, And in the first year of the sixth week, he went up to Salem, to the east of Shechem, in peace, in the fourth month. And there they carried off Dina, the daughter of Jacob, into the house of Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, the prince of the land. And he lay with her and defiled her. And she was a little girl, a child of twelve years. And he besought his father and to her brothers that she might be given to him to wife. And Jacob and his sons were angry because of the men of Shechem, for they had defiled Dina, their sister. And they spoke to them with evil intent and dealt deceitfully with them and beguiled them. And Simeon and Levi came unexpectedly to Shechem and executed judgment on all the men of Shechem and slew all the men whom they found in it and left not a single one remaining in it. They slew all in torments because they had dishonored their sister Dina. And thus let it not again be done from now on that a daughter of Israel be defiled. For judgment is ordained in heaven against them that they should destroy with the sword all the men of Shechemites because they had wrought shame in Israel. And the Lord delivered them into the hands of the sons of Jacob that they might exterminate them with the sword and execute judgment upon them. And that it might not thus again be done in Israel that a virgin of Israel should be defiled. If there is any man who wishes in Israel to give his daughter or his sister to any man who is the seed of the Gentiles, he shall surely die. And they shall stone him with stones, for he has wrought shame in Israel. And they shall burn the woman with fire, because she has dishonored the name of the house of her father, and she shall be rooted out of Israel. And let not an adulteress and no uncleanness be found in Israel throughout all the days of the generations of the earth. For Israel is holy unto the Lord, and every man who has defiled it shall, shall surely die. They shall stone him with stones. For thus has it been ordained and written in the heavenly tables regarding all the seed of Israel. He who defiles it shall surely die, and he shall be stoned with stones. And to this law there is no limit of days and no remission, nor any atonement. But the man who has defiled his daughter shall be rooted out in the midst of all Israel because he has given of his seed to Moloch and wrought impiously so as to defile it. And to you, Moses, command the children of Israel and exhort them not to give their daughters to the Gentiles and not to take for their sons any of the daughters of the Gentiles, for this is abominable before the Lord. For this reason, I have written for you the words of the law, all the deeds of the Shechemites, which they wrought against Dina, and how the sons of Jacob spoke, saying, we shall not give our daughter to a man who is uncircumcised, for that were a reproach unto us. And it is a reproach to Israel, to whose or to those who give, and to those who take the daughters of the Gentiles, for this is unclean and abominable to Israel. And Israel will not be free from this uncleanness if it has a wife of the daughters of the Gentiles, or has given any of its daughters to a man who is any of the Gentiles. 
for there will be plague upon plague and curse upon curse, and every judgment and plague and curse will come upon him if he do this thing or hide his eyes from those who commit uncleanness or those who defile the sanctuary of the Lord or those who profane his holy name. Then will the whole nation together be judged for all the uncleanness and profanation of this man. And there will be no respect of persons and no consideration of persons and no receiving of his hands of fruits and offerings and burnt offerings and fat, nor the fragrance of sweet savor so as to accept it. And so fare every man and or woman in Israel who defiles the sanctuary. For this reason I have commanded you, saying, Testify the testimony to Israel. See how the Shechemites fared and their sons, how they were delivered into the hands of two sons of Jacob, and they slew them under tortures, and it was reckoned unto them for righteousness, and it is written down to them for righteousness. And the seed of Levi was chosen for the priesthood, and to be Levites, that they might minister before the Lord as we continually, and that Levi and his sons may be blessed forever. For he was zealous to execute righteousness and judgment and vengeance on all those who arose against Israel. And so they inscribe as a testimony in his favor on the heavenly tables, blessing and righteousness before the God, before the God of all. I like that, the God of all. And we remember the righteousness which the man fulfilled during his life and all at all the periods of the year until a thousand generations they were recorded. And it will come to him and to his descendants after him. And he has been recorded on the heavenly tables as a friend and a righteous man. All this account I have written for you and have commanded you to say to the children of Israel that they should not commit sin, nor transgress the ordinances, nor break the covenant which has been ordained for them, but that they should fulfill it, huh, that they should fulfill it and be recorded as friends. But if they transgress and work uncleanness in every way, they will be recorded on the heavenly tables as adversaries, and they will be destroyed out of the book of life. They will be recorded in the book of those who will be destroyed and with those who will be rooted out of the earth. And on the day when the sons of Jacob slew Shechem, a writing was recorded in their favor in heaven that they had executed righteousness and uprightness and vengeance on the sinners. And it was written for a blessing. And they brought Dina, their sister, out of the house of Shechem. And they took captive everything that was in Shechem, their sheep and their oxen and their asses and their wealth and their flocks and brought them all to Jacob, their father. And he reproached them because they had put the city to sword, for he feared those who dwelt in the land, the Canaanites and the Parasites, and the dread of the Lord was upon all the cities which are around Shechem, and they did not rise to pursue after the fathers of Jacob, for terror had fallen upon them. Yeah, I wouldn't need it. <laughs> Jews 12. Yeah, according to Jubilee. Either way, 9, 10, 12. Yeah, we'll not good. <laughs> Either way, yeah. Uh, there's a few, a little bit of a portion. There's Jubilees 31, 1 and 2. I'll read those, and then it's 11 through 17. <clears throat> um, and on the new moon of the month, Jacob spoke to all the people of his house, saying, Purify yourselves and change your garments, and let us arise and go up to Bethel where I vowed a vow to him on the day when I fled from the face of Esau, my brother, because he has been with me and brought me into this land in peace and put you away the strange gods that are among you. And they gave up the strange gods that, and that which was in their ears and which was on their necks and the idols which Rachel stole from Laban, her brother, she gave wholly to Jacob. And he burnt and brake them to pieces and destroyed them and hid them under an oak, which is in the land of Shechem. And then, well, I'll start in chapter, or verse 10. And he said unto him that were, or that they were truly his sons, and you have truly seen that they are truly my sons. And they came near to him, and he turned and kissed them and embraced them both together. And the spirit of prophecy came down into his mouth, and he took Levi by his hand, and Judah by his left hand, and he turned to Levi the first. 
and began to bless him first and say unto him, May the God of all, I love that, the very Lord of all the ages, bless you and your children throughout all the ages. And may the Lord give to you and to your seed greatness and great glory and cause you and your seed from among all flesh to approach him to serve him in his sanctuary as the angels of the presence and as the holy ones, even as they will the seed of your sons be for glory and greatness and holiness. And may he make them great unto all the ages and they will be princes and judges and chiefs of all the seed of the sons of Jacob. They will speak the word of the Lord in righteousness and they will judge all his judgments in righteousness and they will declare my ways to Jacob and my paths to Israel. The blessing of the Lord will be given in their mouths to bless all the seed of the beloved. Your mother has called you your name Levi and justly has she called your name. You will be joined to the Lord and be the companion of all the sons of Jacob. Let his table be yours and do you and your sons eat thereof. And may your table be full unto all generations, and your food fail not unto all the ages. And let all who hate you fall down before you, and let your adversaries be rooted out and perish. And blessed be he that blesses you, and cursed be every nation that curses you. And then we have Hosea. Hosea. All right. <clears throat> My people are bent towards backsliding from me. Though they call to the one above, none of them, none of them exalt him. How could I give you up, Ephraim? How could I hand you over, Israel? How could I make you like Adma? How could I set you like Seboim? My heart hurts within me. All my compassion is kindled. I shall not let the heat of my wrath burn. I shall not destroy, return to destroy Ephraim. For I am El and not a man, the set-apart one in your midst. And I shall come not, or not come in enmity. Let them follow Yahuwah like a lion he roars. When he roars, then suns shall tremble from the west. They shall tremble like a bird from Mitzrayim and like a dove from the land of Ashur. And I shall let them dwell in their own houses, declares Yahuwah. Ephraim has surrounded me with lying and the house of Israel with deceit. But Yehuda is still wandering with El and is true to the set-apart one. Ephraim is feeding on wind and pursuing an east wind. All the day he increases falsehood and ruin. And they make a covenant with Ashur. And oil is sent to Mitzrayim. And Yahuwah has a controversy with Yehuda to punish Jacob according to his ways, to repay him according to his deeds. He took his brother by the heel in the womb, and in his strength he strove with Elohim. He strove with the messenger and overcame. He wept and sought his favor. He found him in Bethel. And there he spoke to us, even Yahuwah, Elohim of hosts. Yahuwah is his remembrance. Therefore, return to your Elohim, guard loving commitment and right ruling, and wait on your Elohim continually. A merchant, in his hands are scales of deceit. He loves to oppress. And Ephraim says, Indeed, I have become rich. I have found wealth for myself. and all my labors, they shall find in me no crookedness that is sin. But I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, since the land of Mitzrayim. Again, I shall make you dwell in tents as in the days of the appointed time. And I have spoken to the prophets and have increased visions. And through the prophets, I gave parables. Is Gilead wicked? Certainly, they have been false. In Gilgal, they have slaughtered bulls. Also, their slaughter places are as heaps on a plowed field. And when Jacob fled to the country of Aram, Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he kept watch. And then Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> says Malachi. Throw me off every time you say that. <laughs> I blame. I, I thought I got it from Zach. Zach, bro. Watch out for that Malachi. <laughs> uh, it's Malachi too. Malachi too. Okay. Uh, yeah, Malachi too. Malachi to that one. 
throws me off. Malachi is usually the last book in the Bible. Uh, Malachi is the Malachi. Yeah, that's what I meant, Malachi. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And you shall know that I have sent this command to you as being my covenant with Levi, said Yahuwah of hosts. My covenant with him was life and peace, and I gave them to him to fear. And he feared me and stood in awe of my name. The Torah of truth was in his mouth, and upright or unrighteousness was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and straightness and turned many away from crookedness. For the lips of a priest should guard knowledge, and they seek the Torah from his mouth, for he is the messenger of Yahuwah of hosts. All right, and then Obadiah, which I know we read a couple weeks ago, but we're going to read it again. It's fine with me. Uh, the vision of Obadiah, or Obadiah. This is what the Master Yahuwah said concerning Edom. We have heard a report from Yahuwah, and a messenger has been sent among the nations, saying, Arise, and let us go up against her for battle. See, I have made you small among the nations. You are greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who dwell in the clefts of the rock, those dwelling is high, or whose dwelling is high, who say in your heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though you rise high as the eagle, and though you set your nest among the stars, from there I shall bring you down, declares Yahuwah. If thieves came to you, if robbers by night, how ruined you would have been. Would they not steal till they had enough? If grape gatherers came, had come to you, would they not leave gleanings? How Esau shall be searched out. His hidden treasures shall be sought out. All your allies shall send you forth to the border. Your friends shall deceive you and overpower you. They make your bread a snare under you without you discerning it. In that day, declares Yahuwah, I shall destroy the wise men from Edom and discernment from the mountains of Esau. And your mighty men shall be discouraged, O Taman, so that everyone from the mountains of Esau is cutting is cut off by killing. Because of your violence against your brother Jacob, let shame cover you, and you shall be cut off forever. In the day that you stood on the other side, in the day that strangers took captive his wealth, when foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you also were like one of them. You should not have lucked looked on your brother's day in the day of his estrangement, nor rejoiced over the children of Yehuda in the day of their destruction, nor made your mouth great in the day of distress, nor have entered the gate of my people in the day of their calamity, nor looked down on their evil in the day of their calamity, nor have seized their wealth in the day of their calamity, nor have stood at the parting of the way to cut off his fugitives, nor handed over his survivors in the day of distress." For the day of Yahuwah is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your reward shall come back on your own head. For as you have drunk on my set-apart mountain, so do all nations drink continually. And they shall drink and shall swallow, and they shall be as though they had never been. But on Mount Sion there shall be an escape, and they shall be set apart. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions, and the house of Jacob shall be a fire. And the house of Joseph, a flame, the house of Esau, their stubble. And they shall burn among them, and they shall consume them, so that no survivor is left of the house of Esau, for Yahuwah has spoken. And they shall possess the south with the mountains of Esau, and the low country with the Philistines. And they shall possess the lands of Ephraim, and the fields of Shomeron, and Benjamin, and Gilead. And the exiles of this host of the children of Israel possess that of the Canaanites as far as Sarephath. And the exiles of Jerusalem, who are the Sepharad, possess the cities of the south. And the saviors shall come to Mount Sion to judge the mountains of Esau, and the rain shall belong to Yahor. Matthew 2. 13 to 23. 13 to 23. And when they had left, see, a messenger of Yahuwah appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, 
Arise, take the child and his mother and flee to Mitzrayim and remain there until I bring you word. For Herodes is about to seek the child to destroy him. And rising up, he took the child and his mother by night and departed for Mitzrayim and remained there until the death of Herodes to fill what was spoken by Yahweh through the prophet, saying, Out of Mitzrayim I have called my son. Then Herodes, having seen that he was fooled by the Magi, was greatly enraged, and he sent forth and slew all the male children in Bethlehem and in, and in all its borders, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had exactly learnt from the Magi. Then was filled with the prophet spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and weeping, and great mourning, Rahel, weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted, because there were no more. And Herodes, having died, see a messenger of Yahweh appeared in a dream to Joseph in Mitzrayim, saying, Arise, and take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel. For those seeking the life of the child are dead. And rising up, he took the child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But hearing that, oh, good Lord, Archelaus, Archelaus was reigning over Judah instead of his father Herodes, he was afraid to go there. And having been warned in a dream, he departed to the parts of Galil and came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, thus to fill what was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Or a Nazarene. And then two more questions we got. First Kepha, first Peter, one, twenty-two and twenty-three. First Peter one, twenty-two and now that you have cleansed your lives and obeying the truth through the spirit to unfeigned brotherly love, love one another fervently with a clean heart. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the living word of Elohim, which remains forever. And then, Hazon 22. What was that Revelation. last one, doesn't it? Revelation. Hazon. Revelation. Revelation 22. <laughs> yeah. Hazon. It'll be 14 to 17. Hazon. Last chapter. Yeah, 22. And it'll be 14 to 17. Blessed are those doing his commands so that the authority shall be theirs unto the tree of life and to enter through the gates into the city. But outside are the dogs and those who enchant with drugs and those who whore and the murderers and the idolaters or idolaters and all those who love and do falsehood. I, Yeshua, have sent my messenger to witness to you these matters in the assemblies. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And he who hears, let him say, come. And he who thirsts, come. And he who desires it, take the water of life without paying. And that's the end of the portion.